All right, everybody. Say it with me. Where's the blood? Where's the blood? We're going to kill you, Zion. No. Blood dragons fucking eating everybody. Hello, everyone. And welcome back. What's going on? Sidekicks podcast. Hell yeah. Tonight, we'll talk about a lot of things. But primarily, House of the Dragon season finale. Oh, my God. What a season finale, ladies and gentlemen. But first, a thank you to you for following us, for downloading all the episodes on Spotify. I know I've been getting hit by some of you asking me, hey, when's the next episode? So we appreciate it. Much love. J-Mo, <laughs> Zaya. Yes. How did you guys like that season finale, man? I, I don't know if I'm, maybe I'm too excited, but you guys tell me, tell me, bring me down from this magical dragon. I'm not going to bring you down. I'm not bringing you down. <laughs> I, I, I'll give you. I'm, was, I'm, I'm, your, I'm your hype man. I'm your hype man. I'm ready to go. I'll give you, it was a good season finale for House of the Dragon, but it wasn't a good season finale for like a Game of Thrones type of show. So. How so? How so? I want to hear your thoughts. Wait, wait. Let me just say one thing before he goes into the households. Yes. As a wise man, Benjamin Stark once said, nothing comes good before the word but. <laughs> and that's literally a quote from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a but with two T's. My um, man. So, yes. So, Let's let's get into it. We're gonna break it down. Uh, I gotta I have to be honest with you. I I definitely enjoyed the, the the season finale. I thought, however, at first that we were gonna get right into the war uh, between House Targaryen and Hightower. Right? I thought there was gonna be some crazy epic battle that we were gonna go into into season finale. But turns out that you know, as we were talking about before, episode nine was like the story of how, you know, shit starts brewing under, you know, uh, House Hightower, right? And then this one was on House Targaryen, right on Rhaenyra's side, and how that shit starts brewing. Mm-hmm. So uh, while I didn't get that battle that I thought, I guess that's going to be on season two. Um, and we're, we're going to have to wait probably like about a year for that. But... Boy, what a season finale. Let's get into it. Um, I guess first thoughts, my, J-Mo. My, bi- my, bi- my, big, my expectations to this, uh, for this episode nailed it on the head. I think we even talked about how they were going to portray uh, the black side. You know, it's green versus black. Uh, one Targaryen versus another Targaryen. Um, yes, uh, green is considered House Hightower. But it's yeah. King Aegon versus Queen um, Rhaenyra, mm-hmm. and so like we, I expected because we saw everything from the King Aegon side, the Green side. Um, so I expected them to show us nothing but uh, Dragonstone, uh, Rhaenyra, how they took the news of her father's passing. Then when they got the bomb dropped on them about, they appointed King Aegon as Royal of the Seven Kingdoms. Uh, I expected all that. Uh, mm-hmm. The biggest thing that I guess the biggest surprise for me was um, spoiler alert: the big, weird birth scene. Oh, yeah! So, like, so... like here's why it was a surprise to me. I assume she had six kids. Now no, she that... doesn't. No, that was mm-hmm. supposed to be number six. Yeah, but he's supposed to live. I thought. Am I wrong? Well, yes, yes, and there, no. So there's yes, still time. There's still um, time for six kids. So what? Well, I... Before you get into that, yeah, yeah. Wait, before you get into that, I want to get, I want to get uh, Z's point of view. What was your biggest takeaway? Uh, what did you? Th- well, not biggest takeaway. What? What? What did you think of it? You know what? I'll say this for House of the Dragon. It started off horribly in my eyes, like the first half. 
And then once we got the adult Allison, adult Rhaenyra, the story just kept getting better and better and better and better up to the season finale, which was basically the best of all of it. So that's what I, I appreciate. Once they became adults, the show basically started for me. And, and this was a great season finale for those adult characters to go mm-hmm. go into the go into the you know season finale and uh, leave us on like a cliffhanger until next season. So I I really enjoyed this episode. I gotta say, I gotta say, I like it. I like it. So that's good. Um, so yeah, off the bat, and we we'll talk about um that birth. Um, so because that's we don't like, have to. Cause it was just like, weird. Yeah, because that's like right of the beginning, and I think it's worth mentioning, right? That, um, so I haven't, I didn't read the books, um, but okay. I do do a lot of research, right? And I do, you know, follow this channel, uh, where like it breaks down like chapters off the book, right? So it's almost like mm-hmm. not not reading the book, but you know, getting like the the good part. Cliff notes, the cliff notes. Yes, oh. and then, um. You know, I guess what they did in the show and, and, you know, comparing to the book is that they go into a lot of detail in the book, right, as to, like, major scenes. And obviously the writers for the show can't, you know, if they did that, you know, the show would be two hours long or three hours long or whatever. So they can't do that. And they also, you know, make their little own little twists, right, just like as they did with Game of Thrones. Uh, but just to cover that part, you know, in the show, uh, she is certainly in a lot of pain. And yes. man, like she, th- this guy wouldn't come out, uh, and it's a stillborn. Uh, however, you know, in the book, apparently it was like hours of like agonizing pain, where like she's even calling him a monster, like get out of my, get out of me, monster, <laughs> you know, and things like that. Uh, and what I thought I was gonna see, and I don't know if maybe it, maybe I was too high, I don't know, but for some reason, in like the preview from like the week prior. I yeah. thought I saw a dragon tail come out of her or something, but maybe I was just too high. I don't know. I have to go back and check. You got to stop with the heavy dosage of THC. Yes. Uh, however, can in I ask the book, before you continue? Yeah. Uh, when when the when we finally see the baby, is it me or was it the umbilical cord wrapped around the baby's neck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's what I, they showed. Yeah. I don't think it was a stillborn. I think it was like choked to death. Inside the inside the you know belly. I mean that might that might say that she killed her own baby because they kept telling her, "Let us help you. Let us help you." You know, they're. I know it's medieval times, but at least they know what they're doing when they're. What uh, are they going to do? Well, yes and no. Yes and no, because I, I do yeah. have some uh, yes. scientific uh, explanations for this, right? So. Okay. There is a, a, a thing where the umbilical cord wraps around the baby's neck. Uh, mm-hmm. That and also like placenta previa, which wouldn't allow the baby to come out. For that, in modern times, you have to do a C-section, right? And if you do a C-section in modern times, cool, pop up, like take out the baby. Normally prematurely, right? Because if they detect it prematurely, yeah. you know, you can take the baby out, whatever. In those times, we know that a C-section would mean... They both can die, right? As hap- as happened mm-hmm. to Lena when she, um, at, or Gave actually, um, Rainera's mom, right? Um, yes. At, at, like very first episode. So, I think you know, th- there was a risk that she didn't want to take. Um, glad she didn't do it, but yeah. And I don't know, like the the technical word or or scientific definition of stillborn. I thought it was just that the baby came out dead. Right, but yes, it seemed like the umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck. Yes, Zaya, you're right. So the baby choked to death. Right. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Gene. No, I was just gonna say I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was just gonna say, what was the flashes of her dragon for? Was he is he connecting with her like telepathically, like feeling her pain or something, or is she like, feeling I, his that's, pain? Like I was just like, okay. Um, yeah. I was kind of confused. Like, is Cyrax connected to her now? There's uh, that's another good point. Um, that all they also go into that detail in the books where 
there seems to be some sort of connection between the dragons and their owners and their masters, right? Or writers or whatever you want to call them, um, where they can feel certain things and emotions, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Which brings us to like the end where, you know, I guess if you're not mature enough and you're not connecting very well, they won't listen to you. Uh, but, you know, someone like Rhaenyra, who has been writing for her whole life, and not just dragons, but she has been... <laughs> oh, <laughs> Burn! Um, but, you know, like they have a deeper connection. And, and a matter of fact, I think uh, somewhere I, I, I saw in a video or something that even like Diana is like could feel the like the dragons even before hatching right so they, they have a strong connection the the targaryens with their dragons and i think that's what the significance between you know the flashes of the dragon like in pain almost as well uh but yeah. the point i was trying to get to is that in the books they do describe the baby as you know a stillborn baby uh or whatnot you know but um apparently look very ugly um Human eyes, human face, human feet, but it did have like a long dragon tail. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I don't know if I imagined it uh, or, or what, but I thought I had seen I it. I, I think you saw that in a dream and you believed it in the commercial. It's possible. It's possible. Or, or the heavy THC drugs. Or the THC. Uh, but anyway, so that's a little snippet about that. Um, but I think it was so. So yes, to your point, JMO, I think you were right and wrong, right? Because the, the baby doesn't live. I just didn't right. want to. I just didn't want to say anything. And and the cause of the premature birth is the news of her father's death. One, and mm -hmm. then two, the uh, betrayal. The high towers stealing the throne after her father explicitly told everyone at that table that she is his heir. Once and forever, basically. Did you guys? Did you guys have a favorite scene? I mean, excluding the ending, did you guys have a favorite scene that was being portrayed? You not not seen so much, but the looks between Rainice and Rhaenyra throughout mm. the episode after, like after she got the news and blah blah blah, but after she saw her, like in the with the crown and everything, and like her giving like Rhaenyra giving orders and everything. She'd look at Rhaenys, like, for approval or something. And every time, like, she gave him, a, like, a nod or a smile or something, like, an approving look. And I was like, huh, interesting. Didn't you just tell her, like, two episodes ago or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was two episodes ago where she didn't deserve to be queen or this and that. And then now mm -hmm. you're backing her and everything. So Yeah, and and for a minute, and I'll tell you my, my favorite scene right now, but in a, for a minute, now that we're talking about Rhaenys and walking in and delivering the news... Um, you know, I, at first I was like, yes, like, let them know, like, get prepared or whatever. And it was a yeah. little bit like I, I got thrown off because, of course, Damon is not going to trust her. Right. Because right away he's like doubting her and like questioning her. Like, like, really? Like, how come they let you go? Or how come they didn't, you didn't mm -hmm. kill him and things like that. Right. So I'm like, oh, come on. Like, like, please don't drag this episode <laughs> into that. Right. Uh, yeah. So luckily it was just like a moment. But. Very, very good point because, yeah, you can, yeah, somebody comes to you with those news. How can you trust them, right? It's not like you can call or FaceTime and confirm that the king is dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just so weird. No, the ravens will be sent out. That's all I kept hearing. Ra we'll send out the ravens. We'll yeah, every five ravens. minutes there was ravens. <laughs> Someone sending a raven, receiving a raven. I know, I know. It's like email. Um, so my favorite, you know, I, I think. Obviously, without, you know, the ending, I think it was, like, everything that happened since, like, um, Luke starts riding in the rain, you know? Mm. Um, that that whole scene and interaction had me sweating, bro. Uh, like, I thought something happened. So something was going to happen. I didn't know that was going to happen, but... I, I just know. said, don't talk about the ending. I know. I said, so I'm like <laughs> leading up to the ending. But I think my favorite scene is when I was like, what the fuck is what, literally when he, he lands and you can see Vagar's like neck and head just r rise right yes. above the castle. And you're like, oh, my God. He's in to deep me, shit. You, you know, to what me. was actually a cool scene. Uh, just a little uh, Easter egg or whatever you want to say. But when they're like... Uh, like listing out all the allies and everything or potential allies. They're like, 
uh, what about the the Winterfell and the Starks in Winterfell? I was like, I was like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Finally, what, what the hell is wrong with you? What? You always take multiple favorite stuff. We ask you for one. <laughs> You just, you just fucking took mine. Oh, my bad. You always fucking do this. I love killing it. me, Smalls. I love it. Here, here, let me just throw this little one. He says, and then boom. Yeah, I'm I like, like, I'm like hey, Okay, cool. But on the bright side, right on now. the bright side, he's he's liking this. He liked the, the episode, so so this is progress. You, you want me to give you another one? So you can no, say no, you, no. It's too late now. I, I'll text it to you, and you can say it <laughs> no. on the on the chat. I mean, on the no. Thing. All right, add whatever else you like. Jmo, uh, what's your second one then? What's your second one? Um, I guess when um Otto Hightower shows up. Oh, that was good. That was Otto awesome. Hightower shows up, and he goes when he, as soon as he said, "This is a personal message to the Queen." No, and for then, the princess. princess. Princess, princess, correct. Sorry, princess. And then she flies in what? What's her dragon's name? Dreamfire, right? No, not Dreamfire. Something like what's that. Her... I have them written down here. Uh, it's Cy- Cyrax. Cyrax. So she flies in. What you see, Cyrax fly in. He sits on the opposite end. Now they're sandwiched in between a rock and a hard place. She literally just walks right through them. No shits given. Mm-hmm. And. I thought I thought I thought somebody was gonna get his ass kicked. You saw the twins looking at each other on opposing sides. That was interesting. Yeah, you that saw was... you saw one of them like kind of pull out their sword a little bit. Yeah, he cocked like it. the holster. Yeah, he cocked it exactly. Yeah, he's like, let's go, motherfucker. Yeah, it's a a very interesting dynamic, and and you know when you compare it to the to to the mo- to modern times, right? It's like. The division, mm-hmm. right, that can exist even between families when you choose one political side or the other, right? Um, even twins can't yep. fucking agree, and they're, um, you know, going to go down, you know, sword fighting or whatever, but we'll see. And I think I think the biggest hero of the scene is going to be Rhaenys, because not only did she get the word out, she also convinced her husband, which who magically just appears, no real story about how he got there, he just magically appears and she's in the she's in his bedroom and he kind of like she kind of like calms him down like listen i get it she did bad things in the past but she's the only one keeping everything she's the only one keeping her head on her shoulders indeed and and then he chooses his side right and then yes i agree that was kind of weird that you know in the prior two episodes they made it seem like he was dead, like you know, like we don't know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I I know I it even came out of my mouth saying like, dude is dead, right? The sea snake. <laughs> and you know, then whatever. I corrected you and said, no, he's not. You're he's right. Near yeah. death. He's near death. Hey, but... when we don't see a body, right? Um, what? <laughs> why? Why would they waste the opportunity to kill him in front of our eyes, right? Uh, why? So... Why waste an opportunity where you can burn them by dragon or behead them with their tongue still out? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, shows up out of nowhere, but he is loyal or ends up being loyal to Rhaenyra, right? Uh, regardless of because like, of blood his wife or whatever, because of Rhaenys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. Then um, another cool thing is that I feel like um, you know that scene where they're planning when you were where you're saying what they're saying, like, okay, what houses are with us or whatever, like the table. That right. is so cool. That is table it? is so cool. I love how they lit that up. That was crazy. Like, it's kind of weird that they the table's made out of wood and they're using fire to light it up. Still kind of weird, but sick as visual. Sick as visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and apparently the table has like all the landmarks, mm-hmm. all the houses uh in in the whole realm, right? And it it's pretty awesome. I propose then whenever you know, we start making money and make it big that we should have a table like that for our podcast table. You yeah. know, uh, you that's know, a guarantee in life. You know, like that's that's the only thing I want. That and Battle Cat from Masters of the Universe. <laughs> so- I think, wait, I think Z pointed out the table in the past was from Game of Thrones, right? No, I think you did that yourself, but yeah, it is from I, I Game think, of Thrones. Yeah, I think I did because well, that's well, the, the planning one of you table. Did. Yeah. It wasn't me. My my que- my question is, we never saw it do that on Game of Thrones. Is it a different table? No, in Game of Thrones, 
for some reason, if I remember correctly, it was lit up blue, meaning what? ice. Okay, but my point is, how did they light it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know I mean, if they have what's that? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't see. I didn't see any LED lights. <laughs> they have uh, they have some mini little dragons like blowing fire on or whatever. <laughs> but if I remember correctly, and and if if you're listening right now and you know, please leave a comment. Uh, down below, because I, if I remember correctly, I think they did have that table lit up blue when the when the Nightwalkers were coming were coming in. Um, but anyway, moving on. Yeah, I, I think it was. And just to add that auto scene, first of all, I think it was pretty ballsy, right, that he went and did that. But mm -hmm. for I was just waiting for a Dracaris right there, bro. <laughs> Let me ask oh you this. My God. What was it? Was it a bad deal? Like, if you really think about it, it's not a bad deal. Yeah, it is, dude. She's not queen. I get it. I get it. But like, it's a and literally, it's, it's Allison's. It's, I it's know. giving someone who basically your whole life has been scheming against I, you to steal the throne, right. Otto, and giving him exactly what he wants. My point is this. It's it's a honest misunderstanding on Queen Allison that led to this, but the deal isn't that bad. So they get Dragonstone. Uh, Luke gets um, Driftmark, right? He gets yeah. where the sea Luke snake gets has it, yeah. right? And then every other person gets substantial land and even seats at the table. Mm -hmm. Now. I don't know what might happen. Who's going to get assassinated if you actually take the deal? <laughs> a lot of behind the backstabbing, but because the reason why I bring that up is because when the Baratheon elder said it, he goes, "At least he came with a gift." He said yeah. he was going to wed my daughter. He said, "I'm going to have this, this, and this." You came kind of with like a demand. So why the fuck would I take the demand over over all these gifts? Yeah, it's a pretty good point. And let me give you my thoughts after this break because Zoom is about to expire. And we are back uh, from our little break. But, but yeah, so so you, you bring a really good point, J-Mo. Um, that is a pretty sweet deal. And I bet if she can pick the deal before she found out that Luke was dead, she will probably take it. I don't know. But the, mm -hmm. the, I think the thing is that I love how you just said the ending without like really saying. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I think we all. I think we know. That's that's the part. <laughs> no, we, we all know. know. But we all um, know how you said the. Like, oh yeah. By the way, Luke's dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, we'll talk. More, we'll talk more about it because we didn't see a body, right? <laughs> <laughs> he could be like the sea snake. Yeah. Think everyone thought was dead, and he came uh, back in the season finale. He, just like you, uh, Dracula. What did you he, want? He turned into a little dragon and shit and flew away. What did, what did you want to add? What I wanted to add is that, you know, like, it, it reminds me of, like, the, the slap bat, right? From um, How I Met Your Mother, I think, where, like, <laughs> where, like, you know, like, the slap, last one, like, giving? You, you're not living in peace because you think you're going to get slapped at any moment. So I have, like, feeling that, like, you take that deal and they're going to come and kill you anyway. At any point mm -hmm. in time, could be ten years from now or twenty years or tomorrow, right? Uh -huh. I think you just have to decline that deal and and hell, you're the heir and of that throne and you're gonna take it. Um, but that's my two cents on that. What do you think, Z? The deal, like I said before to JMO, the deal sucks because anything less than Queen is she's losing out because that's what she wanted her whole life, even though now she's kind of like eh, on the fence about it. But that's what she wanted her whole life. That's what basically her father wanted for you know most of her life. And and to accept like uh, what Lord of uh, Dragon Stone. What's place? Dragonstone and her, her son, the, the Lord of Drift, Driftwood, Driftmark. But let me ask you this. Knowing where this war is going to go, and so, like, this war ends dragons. 
So this war is what's going to cause no more dragons. So even with that, would you not accept the deal? Like you're going to eliminate your biggest powerhouse. But they don't know that. I understand that. My point is like we're looking at it hindsight 2020 type of situation. Like A, as pointed out, you lose your son and you're going to lose a dragon. Overall, you're going to lose every dragon. Plus, you're going to end up weakening yourself so much that Robert Baratheon kills you and takes over the takes over the uh, the, the Seven Lands or whatever it's called again. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, like looking at a twenty, you know, looking at a hindsight, you're like, man, it's not that bad of a deal. And mind you, we understand that because we got the gift of Game of Thrones. Yeah, they don't understand that. Yeah, it's a tough one, and I think that you know that's what's impressive about you know this um, universe is that you know honor is everything, right? Their word is everything. Like not not money, you know, not power. Well, power, right? But your word, right? And and if you don't honor it, if if your dad said, "Hey, I'm heir," like no motherfucker else is gonna take that throne from me. But yes, yes, if it was me. Hell yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I don't want to. I don't shit. I don't want the trouble of of you know reigning a kingdom, right? Like just give me my little you know Driftmark mm-hmm. and Dragonstone over here, and I'll be cool. But yeah, I totally get it. With that said, what did you guys think about the little, I guess, peer pressure uh, lesson that Damon gives Luke with the knights um, <laughs> when he takes him out in the like by the ocean, I think, and uh, brings the dragon to like peer pressure them. Oh, somebody! I mean, entered. he pre- he pretty much just told oh, what happened. Somebody entered the room. Oh my look, god! Look! Look! Oh, oh my god! Hey, look at the club, ladies and gentlemen, bringing to the stage the keyboarder himself, Roly. I have no friends. Cruise, 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 cruise. <laughs> you guys are idiots. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you're fine. We can hear you. We can hear I, I can, you. I couldn't hear myself. Sorry. Uh, uh, all right. You guys are idiots. Yes. We know that. Rudy Rudy mentioned, you know, the scene where he's showing Jaceris, uh how to figure out loyalty amongst... Uh, the, the the bodyguard. Remember that scene? White cloaks. The white cloaks. Yeah, the king's keep, <laughs> the king's guard. King's guard. So, wait, what what scene are you referring to exactly? When, when they're on when, the beach and the dragon flies in, Damon's like Damon's yeah. got Jaceris and he's talking, and he actually talks to those two soldiers, those two knights, and asks them. Tell us, tell me now, do you plead your loyalty to the queen or say no and we'll end your life right now, no pain, or backstab us later and I'll make sure you scream till the very end? Pretty much is what he said. You remember that? Yeah. What that was a pretty good it? recap. That was a pretty good recap. What? Oh, yeah. It, it just kind of reiterates the uh, urgency of the situation, right? Because it's like, you can't, you can't, you know, you got to be sure who's on your side. Yeah. Because especially with this type of show, like anybody could backstab anybody and you never know. So, and that's a good tactic too, because like, you know, you, you do screw us over and like, we've seen how this show or how this type of show can get where like when they really want to mess you up, they get very creative, right? Right. You know what's going to happen. So did you, did you have a favorite scene? And don't say the ending. Something that's not the ending. Favorite scene that's not the ending. You know what? I guess the whole, you know, Rhaenyra, you know, suffering through that uh childbirth. That, uh, the childbirth because it shows that she was having a war with herself going through the, all these situations and also kind of shows the stuff that a guy wouldn't go through. Yeah. And we're, this po- is, we're, we're pussies. Yeah. So, uh, you know, she has a lot on her plate, you know, mm-hmm. her father just died and then, you know, 
this guy's taking over and then she's going through this too as well and it's like you know any normal person would probably go crazy but in this type of situation it's like you know it doesn't stop her from what's going through her life right now right the fact that all these things are happening around her but she also has those things to deal with too and how how'd you know this was jamo's favorite scene too motherfucker (laughs) <laughs> but by the way let me let me update you on something else we add you know we asked, i think i asked or, or um rudy asked what was your favorite scene everyone and i said you know one favorite scene well before i could even answer z spews off a couple of favorite scenes literally takes mine out of my mouth before so i had nothing to add Hey, that's why I went. That's why I went right away because I'm like, Z's gonna say like five right now, and then he's gonna take mine. I'm like, I better speak my piece. It's like it, we're never gonna let go of the fact that he ruined D23 predictions. <laughs> that one day. Well, I mean, he just doubled down on it. Whatever he did at D23, bro, bro, he just doubled down. D- on Wolverine, double motherfuckers. He <laughs> like quadrupled down on that, bro. It was like hold uh, it, hold it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so why don't we talk a little bit about Damon, guys? Because Damon had a big role, many faces of Damon that we saw in one episode. Uh, starting with you know what what we're talking about, like the the, the white cloaks and everything. Like he and yeah. and Rainey's, he's not trusting anybody. He's ready to fucking throw down. Like he's ready well, to fucking. He's like execute, a step ahead right? of the game. He's already has that mentality. Like you know, as if you're playing chess, right? You're you're trying to be like two steps ahead of what you know, anticipating what's going to happen. So like, and if anything, you could tell by the way he does these expressions, like he's already expecting all of this to come through, and he already has a plan for what's going to happen. Right. Like, and even when uh, like the you know the mom's like you know go attend to that right. And say what I gotta say, and then the dude's like, "Look, let me show you why I do this, and then we'll talk." Like, like, in in a way, you know, he's trying to mentor these kids how to, you know, handle these because none of them have seen war, right? No. Except for him, he's he's seen battle. He knows how serious these things can get. So that for me, it was like, and it's funny because in the beginning of the season, like, and I'm one of them. I I was thinking like this guy, I, I hate this guy. I'm not a big fan of this jerk, right? And mm-hmm. then typical Game of Thrones type of thing, but it flips out you. You're like you're kind of rooting for this guy. Like this guy better, you know, pull up and take care of business. How do you guys take um, the choking scene? There goes the that's, finger. Hold on. That's what I was gonna talk that's about what I was right there. Say too. Like I mean, my my point. Like it's not it's not one of the my. It's not it's not the favorite scene. I was gonna say it just it was confusing. Well, that's why I bring it up. It reminds me of the scene from Terminator. Three. Was it three? Was it three? Yeah. yeah. Nobody, nobody saw three. Bro, <laughs> it's the one where he Arnold just grabs, you know, Kyle Grease, Grease, right? Or no, 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 no. Uh, John Connor, and because he's like, "What am I gonna do? I'm not, I'm, I'm nobody." Blah, blah blah blah. So he he starts choking him, and then he's like, "You know, let go of me, let go of me." And he starts like manning up as he's being choked, right? And then he drops him like, "This is why, you know, you, you're gonna be that leader." So is that is that how you took it? Well, it reminded me a little bit of that. What about you guys? Goldie. I, hmm. uh, I, I I liked how he kind of, it seemed like he was reverting back to his like first episode, Damon type of thing. And then, but it was, it was that Damon, but on top of that, trying to teach her a lesson type of Damon. So mm. it was kind of a mix, like 50-50, like old ways Damon and teacher damon so i don't it was kind of weird but what's what's your take really because that to me it just confused the shit out yeah i think it's just a it's just a reminder that this guy is not a good guy i think this guy has been a bad guy from the beginning mm-hmm. we you know i think we started being team right right because of her fucking right and everything he happens to be with her he happens to do certain things that um that we like but he's not a good guy man i mean he hasn't been from the beginning right um yeah and and i think w- worse things are gonna happen but but he needs to be that type of guy right i mean he's he, he's his mind is war right and if you 
start being soft. I mean, not that I'm justifying what he did to Rhaenyra, but that's just the type of person he is. And I was looking so at. Um, I, I think a lot of people beating. didn't like that. Say that one more time. So you you're pro women beating? Oh no, you're not. You're not. I'm not. <laughs> you know, you know what was interesting about that scene too is like how she thought he knew about the prophecy. She's like. Mm. I have to hold the kingdom together. That's good. You know, because of, because of the song of Ice and Fire. He, and she, he, he chokes her right after that. Like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Right after that. He's like, she's like, oh my God. He didn't tell you, did he? You don't know? And then. My thing is, like, how does he not know? I would think that'd be in the scriptures and everything that they have back then. I, by... I think it's just for, like, the king line, king yeah. and his heir. Yeah. I, I, that's what I think. You're exactly the right. The thing that jumped out at me at, at that scene where he's like, you know, I've seen my brother put up with all these, you know, prophecies and all. Like, he's had it up to here. And that maybe that might be the thing that kind of triggered him when, like, if she started, you know, saying stuff like that and just, you know, like, man, who knows, right? Because yeah. it, it was it was more than that. And he said, like, it was a lot of stuff that he brought up. And he didn't want to see that coming from her, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Rudy, did you have a a scene that you want to talk about with Damon? Because there's one that's really key. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I I was just thinking from like the from like the, the beginning, right? Well, but yeah, yeah. The, the dragon one, the the Viserys dragon. But is go that, ahead, Jamie. He's singing, and it's like, what's going on? So then you see that big. That's monster. not his dragon. No, it's mm-hmm. not. Mm. That that's that's Vera Vera Vermithor. Yeah, yeah. Vermithor. Uh, so, like, I don't know the significance on Vermithor. I tried looking it up. The only thing I found was he used to be King Jaharis. 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 And he's the king prior to uh, Viserys. So that's the only thing I really found out. I didn't. I didn't know the significance Whoa. of this dragon. Like, what he, if how but, strong he is or how big he know, is. He he's big. That's the thing. Like, uh, and. I don't know where I read that from. Where like you know this this show is gonna have tons of dragons, eight uh, seventeen, nah, something like that, right? So you know um, we we were already exposed to the biggest dragon in the whole world, right? But this is a close second, and not only that, but this one's actually very old. That's like, and I don't know what factor that comes into play moving forward in the show because. Um, we're entering into new territory here. We don't know much about what the limits are for these dragons. We've seen how small they can be at full and how big they can get too. And also how aggressive they can be. So this might be a game changer because like how he kept on reiterating in the beginning of the show, it's like we have dragons and they don't have that many. And dragons is what wins wars. And the other uh, thing that came out to me too in, in this episode was how uh, Renera was talking about. Look, I've seen dragons fight. I don't want to be a queen of ashes. That one took me back to the way Game of Thrones ended, where you know mm-hmm. she just went crazy and, I, and destroyed the whole place. And that's I, not what she wants. I think with these dragons, the the, the big boys and girls of the dragons, like. Uh... Vermithor, and mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to remember all the names. Yeah, good they, luck with that, bro. <laughs> these names are crazy. Yes, anyway, with Vermithor and um, Vagar, I yeah. think they're brother and sister. Oh, really? Because I, I think, think they're part of the original three dragons. There was three dragons, and I don't know who the third one is yet, but I have a shit ton of name of dragons, let me tell you. Yeah, Cyrex, Sunfire, I have them all here. But yeah, uh, Vermithor is the second largest. And I don't know if you you guys mentioned that, right? So he's just yeah. like uh, a little bit smaller than Vagar, right? Yeah. So while they have Vagar, you know, I think the significance of this is that damn, Damon is trying to like seduce Vermithor to have a big ass dragon. Um, and so far, I mean, it, it seems like I mean he didn't burn him to death, right? <laughs> so well, I mean, I, I'm wondering how. Okay, so we saw towards towards the end or you know during the ending scene they don't have full control of any dragon if a dragon attacks a dragon so you saw that um luke lost control and uh, what's his name arox 
Yeah, A-Rox, the the uh, dragon. A-Rox? Yeah, the, uh, isn't it rocks? Iraq? What? Amen. Amen's dragon. No, no Amen's is Luke's oh. dragon. Yeah, it's it's they A-R-R- both they both lost control. Right. What and I'm Luke's saying is like first... he, Luke's dragon oh, yeah. loses control because he's being chased mm-hmm. by um, Viramax and shoots fire, and then that, Cyrex, yeah, and Cyrex. no one can. And then no one can like really control the big boy or big girl, and so chopped in half. And so that going forward, I mean, like, what do we expect? I mean, we're gonna see pretty much a, a match lit in a bunch of gas cans dealing with these dragons. My thought is that um, that the, the the dragons lost control or they weren't listening because of the immature writers, right? Um, but I feel like, you know, someone like Damon, Rhaenyra, who have more experience, are more connected, and that wouldn't have happened to them. Um, mm-hmm. However, you bring a, a good point because, you know, they may have, you know, 15, I think you counted, like, how many dragons they had. I think he counted them in the show. And, I mean, th- that scene, right? And And... Should we just get into it? Yeah. Fuck it. You know, uh, that scene where, like, he's trying to fly away, right, from, like, Lord Boros Castle or whatever, and we see that shot from from the bottom, and then you see Vagar right on top of Cyrex, and it's like, holy shit. Um, Like, Jaws, when you saw Jaws for the first time, right? Like, oh, my God. Like, this is huge. And just how easily he mauled on him, right? Just, whoop. you know, you know, honestly, you can add the Jaws theme music as right. you saw the shadowing <laughs> of Vagar, like, like, oh my God, somebody going to die. That's exactly right, man. I was like on the edge of my seat, but to, you know, well, to, even, to the point is like, for that, Rudy, like when they, that interaction between the, these two guys in the at the at the house, right? And then you know, King Baratheon had to like intervene, like, no, you guys cannot do this here. This will not go down here in my house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you could feel like, oh snap, because I honestly thought something was gonna happen there. Like he was gonna like you know, gut him or something. Amen wanted something to happen. He threw down the knife. He's like, he's like, uh, he pulled out the knife. He's like, I'm gonna either you take out an eye or I'm gonna take it from you. Right, and I honestly thought it was gonna be right there where it was gonna happen, like because I'm like, oh, this is what's gonna start the war, but like no, nah. like he he had a chance to get on his dragon and fly away. I'm like, oh, okay, this is gonna go in the sky, and then like, but the intensity, like I felt the tension, like it was really good how they captured that moment, like from there until the end of that episode, it was like, mm-hmm. wow, it it was very tense. Yeah. Um, def- definitely. Now, did you guys catch the, um, speaking of that scene, um, the, uh, emerald or diamond eye, like the blue eye that he was wearing? Yeah, uh, under yeah. the patch. What is that supposed to be? Turquoise. Uh, yeah, turquoise. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's from, like, the books, and apparently, mm-hmm. um, you know, he puts his eye patch, you know, when, like, he's in front of the ladies or, you know, whatever, but whenever he goes to battle... Uh, he takes the eye patch out, and he—it's like a signature thing. His blue eye, um, yeah. when he goes into battle and and starts doing the the, the thing, Wait, you know, killing. Only when he's in battle. I mean, sex is a battle. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, Lord. Um, you know what's funny? So, like these Targaryens eventually will have a three-eyed raven and a one-eyed fool. That's, that's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Very, very interesting. Now, did you hear, I mean, about these other uh, stories, like, from the book that uh, Luke might not be dead? So, I, I think in this show, I mean, we even if he... Did he have an Iron Man suit? <laughs> yeah, war, a, a war, a war. What did you say? Not war machine, but war hammer. Is that what you called him last yeah. week? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. But um, 
but yeah, that, you know, there's a, a story where like he, you know, wakes up in the beach, like with amnesia and shit and like lives the rest <laughs> of his life, you know, not knowing who the fuck he is and like nobody knows or whatever. But yeah, it was pretty clear on this one. I don't think we saw a body, but we saw blood and like just a little cape flying or whatever. And uh, yeah, pretty brutal. But what do you guys think about that theory about the, the dragon control? Do you think that's 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 legit do you think or we do do think that we're gonna see him out of control at some point i mean i think these dragons are gonna lose it i think it's gonna be an epic battle where like it's gonna be a culmination of little little battles here and there in this in this area in this area it's gonna come together in one big giant war and i think everything's gonna everything's gonna burn i think rhaenyra said it and predicted it everything's gonna fucking burn yeah and I guess just to end uh, on House of the Dragon, um, that last scene, h- how powerful, right? Because I think this, these last two episodes, even from from the, the High Towers and or or um, what's the Queen's name, um, Allison, uh, right? And then right now on this last episode, like they're promoting peace, um, like they want their end goal. But they want it to happen peacefully. But at the very last scene, when you know she hears the news about about Luke, that fucking look, bro. She's she's coming for blood, bro. She's gonna lose it, and 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 season yeah. two is just gonna be bloody. I mean, that look on her face, and I mean, let's be honest, Eamon was completely shocked. Like when when. Vagar just chomps and he sees that dragon fall into three pieces, knowing he chomped exactly where his fucking nephew is sitting and just chomps him. And then that's it. That look on his face is like he knows he just fucked up amongst the biggest fuck ups of his fucking life. Yeah. Yes. That was three fucks right there. (laughs) Yeah. Now, what do you think, though? Like, do you think, you know, first episode of season two and you guys tell me, um, do you think he's going to be regretful or do you think he's gonna be like yeah i killed that motherfucker i i think i Go think let z talk because he's falling asleep god damn it oh i know i'm pulling a rolling today bro I'm a... but i think the beginning of season two is going to be like the beginning of the war and on top of that i think uh, amon's going to be hiding the fact that he did anything until mm. he gets caught up eventually somewhere like mid-season or, or two three episodes in or something He's going to get caught, I think, eventually, but he's going to be trying to hide that fact as, as long as he can. Really? Um, so the question was, what's going to be in the first episode of the next season, right? Yeah. Which, first of all, do we even know when the next season is going to be? Is it going to be like three years or what? I Second, hope not, um, man. I'm yeah. assuming, no, I think it's next year. I think really? like just, like, just like Game of Thrones was year after year. Mm, or a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, they were year and a half after year and a half. Yeah, 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 but they couldn't figure out any more stories. Right, but uh, no, I think it's gonna be more of a recap episode, whereas like oh, this is where everything stands. I hope to God it's not a time jump, or it's like it's been like a year that passed and that you know they're still they're going into war or something, and it's like it's building up for the next episode. That's what I, I think is going to be. Like. My prediction before Z opens his mouth. Yeah, no, no, dude, I'm not gonna, no, 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 I think we're going to be in the middle of battle. It's going to open up to a battle scene. And then we might have a flashback to Eamon being reprimanded by somebody or accused by somebody and then, you know, going from there. I think we're going to have a slight move forward of time where we are in the war. uh, And then it's going to go from there. I just read on um, a Cosmopolitan article <laughs> Cosmopolitan. Oh, <laughs> that that uh, <laughs> that 
they're saying they're they're gonna start shooting the show early 2023 because uh, if you remember like season two wasn't planned till like i think episode one they were like okay we'll, we'll do it since like 20 million people watched uh so they're gonna start shooting the show in early 2023 uh and the goal is to release season two at some point later in 2023 but just to be safe think of 2024 right um but whatever take your fucking time uh writers i want a good season two don't disappoint well i mean two, two writers are gone already the showrunner and uh, uh, like one of the top uh, top writers on the show, and I gotta say thank God, because if these guys are leading the writers room, episodes one through five, garbage. So did you, thank, you, did, thank you for getting. Did you guys? Those. Did you guys see what um, our uh, actress Maisie Williams, who played Arya Stark, oh, said about Game of Thrones? The ending was uh, she's disaster. Like, she's like, she's like, it was weak. That the last season was weak. Thank you, Maisie. Thank you know you. what? I think everybody agrees on that. It's not everyone that. said that. Everyone. Yeah, it's not. You, you, you didn't invent the wheel, everybody. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Macy Williams. She was born in 1997. So, so you're really gonna listen to a 20 year old? Um, yes. Yes. Uh, age yes, 25. If, if she can kill half her life was in this movie, in this show. So yeah. I kind of think it's gonna. She said be... the show dipped in quality, played in simple. I I disagree. I I thought that last episode. I mean, not the last episode, but the last season had some fucking crazy cinematography, action. Who gives a shit episode. about cinematography. I do. I cared about the story. Watch, I do. Oh, Crouching first. Tiger, Hidden Dragon. If you want to see that stuff. We're we're watching. We're talking about a show that had such great stories that you know we were seeing something like for it to just be like all that for nothing. We went from the red wedding to everyone being in shock and awe, right? To that ending where everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Listen, like I've been telling you guys that there's an alternate ending on Spotify. Gives... Nobody, nobody's talking and, about. Nope, yeah, nope. and you guys, if you guys cared for a good ending, you want, but I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't have any cred. You listen, have we're any not cred. Rudy on this. Listen, going, we're not insulting nowhere. your child. First of all, you're getting <laughs> calm down. You're defending it like it's your blood. It that everyone blood. in America he, and in Guatemala hated the end. <laughs> He's defending fan fiction, basically. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Uh, well, what, well, why are you defending fan fiction? How? With my fucking swords, motherfuckers. Uh, anyway, how? but why? Let's switch why, it. I let's switch that. it to lightsabers. But before we do, thank you for listening to another Side Geeks podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share. And subscribe and stay tuned for the next episode. Get Osilas!